welcome to the Faith Heights Church audio podcast. We pray that this message will bless you and feed your faith as you listen in today. Turn with me to 2 Peter chapter 2. We're going to talk some more tonight about everybody can be healed. Everybody can be healed. I didn't say everybody's going to turn to the Lord and get their healing. I didn't say everybody's going to do what the Bible says you need to do to be healed, but they can. Let me slow down a little. Everybody can be healed. God provided it. But I didn't say everybody is going to look to him for the healing. You know, you can't just wish you were healed. You've got to go to God. You've got to go to the Word and find out your part in what you need to do so healing can flow into your life. Here's one, one big thing I want to tell you right off the bat, and those watching online, listen to this. You don't have to get God to want you. He- you don't have to get God to want to heal you. He already wants you healed. You do not have to try to get God to want to heal you. He's your father. He loves you. And he wants you healed more than you want healed. All right. What we need to do is we need to line up with the things God's already said about healing. So the healing that's already flowing to us can flow directly into our lives, not bounce off of all this other stuff that, you know, is is between us and healing. All right. So everybody can be healed. I didn't say everybody is going to go to the word of God, the Bible, and do what it says to be healed. But they can. I said they can. Every sick person on this planet can be healed if they'll just go to the word of God, go to the Lord. Right. And do what the Bible says you need to do to be healed so you can be healed. Some people don't want to do that. Either the word of God's not real to them or they just don't feel like that's really what they need. But friend, I'm going to tell you right now, there's healing in the Bible. Jesus is a healer. God has provided healing for us. Jesus paid a great price for us to be saved, healed, and delivered. And everybody on this planet can be healed. Just mark that off your list. God wants you healed and you can be healed. And I believe that's why you're here tonight to find out, well... Pastor, what, 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 what do I need to do to be healed? I am so glad you asked. <laughs> Simple stuff. Friend, if it was hard to be healed, you know, you know, Jesus bore our sicknesses, carried our diseases, carried our pains. I mean, he did the hard part. Wouldn't it be weird if he went through all that and it'd still be hard to be healed? <laughs> really, healing is a gift. We need to learn how to receive We need to learn how to receive what he's already given, but you're not going to receive something you don't know about. Wishing you were healed, just crying for healing. I know in emergency situations, sometimes the power, miracle power of God comes on the scene and sets people free. But if you have the ability to get into the word, understand faith, find healing scriptures, he's going to encourage you to do that because that's one of the best ways to be healed. Cause then when you get healed, you're stronger in the process and you're more likely to hold on to your healing. If the devil tries to knock it out of your hands later. All right. So I wanted to show you this real quick. It's a little, it's a little introduction to what we're going to get into tonight. Second Peter chapter two in verse eight. Again, I, I mentioned this last week and there was something I felt like the Lord said, go back. There's something there. I want my people to see. 
It says in verse 8 that Lot, who was Abraham's nephew, who decided to live in Sodom and Gomorrah, it says for Lot, that righteous man, living among uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, which was a very wicked place, for that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. So I was thinking about this in connection with everybody can be healed. It's interesting how the devil didn't even have to torment him. He tormented himself. And a lot of people are harming themselves. It's not even the devil. You know, they're, they're doing things like, like Lot, you know, hearing and seeing all this junk going on around him. And it's, and it's hurting his own insides. It's hurting his heart. And, and, and this, this can go in the physical area, too. There's a lot of people hurting their bodies by their, their crazy, f- f- far-out diet of sugar and pop, you know, 24-7. I mean, that's called hurting yourself. That's called harming yourself. You know, there's things in our lifestyles sometimes that's hurting ourselves. And sometimes the Spirit of God will deal with you about natural things. Because if you're violating a natural law, well, He doesn't want you healed and right back to sickness again. He wants you free forever. And you might have to change something. You know, like what's going in your body on a constant basis or maybe a little more exercise, drink some more water or whatever. But this scripture here says that Lot tormented his own soul. Now, we know the devil's into tormenting. He wants to torment people's souls with fear and anxiety and panic attacks and no hope and golly and depression and everything from A to Z. But here it says he, he, he tormented himself because of what he let in his e- eyes and what he let in his ears. Now, I got to thinking about this, and I got thinking, is the state of our body, does the state of our body, the health, the sickness, does the state of our body have anything to do with the state of our soul? Is is how you are on the inside affecting the body at all? Or is it totally separate? My soul is this, and my body is this. Well, the reality is, the state of your soul has a lot to do with the state of your physical body. How, what's going on on the inside can have a great effect on your body on the outside. So you have to protect yourself in this area like Lot. He was hearing and seeing wrong things. And if we're hearing and seeing wrong things, we may have some torment in our soul. And that torment will start to leak into your body in the forms of disease and weakness and other things. So look at Proverbs 17, verse 22 out of the Passion Translation. Proverbs 17, 22 out of the Passion Translation, the TPT Translation. And I believe you guys said you had that back there. Proverbs 17, 22, the Passion Translation. I want you all to see this on the screen up there. So the, the Bible says, a joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both body and soul. But the one whose heart is crushed struggles with sickness and depression. So how many think your insides being healthy is a good thing for your body? I'm going to read it again. A joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both body and soul. So is what going on in your heart affecting your body? What's good for your body? Cheerfulness. Joy. Which is a choice more than a feeling. And but the one whose heart is crushed or your your mind and your emotions are crushed struggles with sickness and depression. So you see how your insides do affect your outsides? Friend, I'm saying that all to say this. If you want healing to show up in your life, you might have to be a little more cautious about what you're watching and listening to. Because if it's affecting your soul, 
it's affecting your body. I don't know, you know, people, you know, these Stephen King movies and all these crazy demonic movies and people say, oh, I just watch these movies. I like them so much. It may be entertaining at the moment, but what's it doing for your future? What's it building in your soul? What's it doing when you're home at night, late at night? All Is it doing anything to your emotions in mind that you don't want it to do? Friend, you don't want to feed on junk if you don't want junk showing up in your life sooner or later. You want to cut some stuff off. It's very important. These, look church, these right here, not trash cans. These right here, not garbage disposals. You need to be very cautious because you can vex your own soul, which also will eventually affect your body. So let's, 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 how about we just stop hurting ourselves tonight? I mean, that could, that could be an immediate deliverance, right? Absolute immediate deliverance. I'm not going to vex my soul anymore. By hearing and watching things that make me depressed or make me afraid or mess with my faith in God. I'm done. Okay, just, we can get delivered from that right now. Immediate miracle. <laughs> right? No more watching or listening to stuff that's hurting my insides or confusing my insides or bringing depression to my insides or bringing fear to my insides or bringing images to my inside that just aren't godly or right. How about we just stop that tonight? Pastor, you're talking about never watching movies again. There's some good movies out there, clean movies. Just be selective. Just ask yourself, if Jesus was sitting next to you on the couch, would you watch it? <laughs> okay. Turn with me, please, to another scripture. Um, Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. I want to say a couple things here. Everybody can be healed. Are you listening to I'm going to prove this through the scriptures. Everybody can be, but well, wait, wait, pastor, wait, wait, wait. The doctor said I can't be. Well, there's another doctor I'd like to introduce you to. He's the great physician. He's never lost a case. And his name is Jesus. He's called the great physician. Your healer. Now, now listen closely. Everybody can be healed. Get some hope. Get some hope because these are true words. You'll see this before the night's over. Everybody on this planet that's sick can, can be healed. It's, it's not even an issue. They can be healed. But it's not all up to God. If it was all up to God, everybody on this planet would be saved. Nobody would be in hell. Everybody would be healed and happy and free. But just looking around, you realize not everybody's saved. Not everybody made heaven. Not everybody's healed. Not everybody's happy. Not everybody's delivered. Well, there must be something other than God wanting it and providing it for it to be real in our lives. It's called our part. It's not hard. It's just sometimes you have to convert. Change. Step out of one lifestyle into a better lifestyle. Step out of one pattern of thinking into another pattern of thinking. Step out of one pattern of believing into another pattern of believing. Listen again. Everybody can be healed, but I didn't say everybody's going to go to God and get healing the way he has provided it for them. You can want to be healed, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean you're going to be healed. God wants you healed, but it doesn't just happen like magic. You have to go to the Word, find out what He said we need to do to be healed, and do it. And it's not hard, and He also gives you the power to do it. So really, our biggest effort is choice. 
choosing to go to the Bible, finding out what God said we need to do to be healed and doing it. And then his power will help us to do it. Um, <clears throat> if healing was all up to God, then why did he tell us to pray? And why did he tell us to pray in faith? I mean, if it was all up to God, why tell us to pray? So Mark eleven twenty four, I wanted to show, and, and watching online, if you're struggling with sickness, or you're struggling with disease, I'm so glad you've tuned in because what you're going to hear tonight is going to give you great hope. It's going to give you great faith and you're going to realize, whoa, I can be healed. God's word is going to tell me how to be healed. I'm going to do what he said and I'm going to be healed. So in Mark eleven twenty four, this is Jesus t teaching us about prayer. He said, therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, when you pray, you got to do something. What? Well, more than speak words. You got to, with your heart, believe. Believe that you receive what you just desired when you prayed and you shall have it. So, so this is our part. Our part is believing. Our part is praying and believing that we get what we just asked God for. Our part is praying. Our part is believing. And God said, you shall have. Um, I wanted to, to share a couple things with you now. Actually, nine things. How we can be sure from the Bible, everyone can be healed. Because it's one thing for me to say it, but we need to have scriptures to back this up. I want to give you nine things before the night's over tonight. Hopefully we can get through all nine. If not, we'll, we'll finish next week. But I want to give you nine things how you can be sure everybody that's sick can be healed from the Bible. Everybody can be healed. I didn't say everybody's going to choose God's method of being healed, but they can't. All right. And I want you to go to a scripture here. Um, we went to a couple of these last week. Go to 2 Peter 3, 9. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. This is our first scriptural evidence that everybody that's sick on this planet can be healed. Everybody. But, but pastor... I, 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 my sin caused the sickness. He can still be healed. He'll forgive all your iniquities and heal all, all your diseases. But pastor, the doctor said there's no cure. That's not Jesus saying there's no cure. So 2 Peter 3.9, it says, The Lord is not slow concerning his promise, as some men count slow. God is not your problem. <laughs> but God's long-suffering to us. He's waiting for us. What for? Well, he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now, the word perish it can mean, you know, not getting born again and missing heaven. But if you look up the definition of the word, it also means to render useless or to kill. How I many know sickness can be deadly at times if you're not going to get healed of it? Many people have died. Many people were killed by sickness. Well, this scripture here says it's not God's will that anybody's killed. It's not God's will that anybody's rendered useless. This is what the original Greek meaning of the word perish means. It's not God's will that you're rendered useless. Sickness makes you rendered useless, especially if it's severe enough. Sickness can kill you if it's severe enough. And what does it say here? It's not the Lord's will that anyone perish. It's not the Lord's will that anyone perish. Well, then you don't have to perish. I mean, if it's will, His will that nobody perish, you don't have to perish. You could still perish, but it's not His will that you do. 
Now, what's the key word in this verse if you don't want to perish? He said, I don't want you to perish. I want you to come into what? Repentance. Repentance. Oh. Well, everybody can be healed, but not everybody wants to repent. Hmm, we got a dilemma going here. If healing a lot of times has to do with us changing something. Not so God can, you know, can, wants to heal us. He already wants us healed. Sometimes he's got to get us to move in line where the healing flow is. Now, now listen, church. Repentance a lot of times has to do with receiving healing. And, and we're not talking about just repenting from gross sins or adultery or murder. Yeah, turn from those things. Absolutely. Lust and all that stuff. Turn from all that stuff. But what he's talking about here, it's not just gross sins he's talking about repenting from. Repentance means change. Sometimes there's changes in our lives simply because we're not going the proper route that the Bible talks about if we want to receive healing. Sometimes it's wrong thinking that needs dealt with. Sometimes it's wrong believing that needs dealt with. Sometimes it's what we've been doing with our time throughout the week that needs to be dealt with. Well, quit doing this with your time and start doing this with your time and the medicine of God will get in you and you'll be healed eventually. So it's not always repenting from gross, dark sins. Sometimes it's changing lifestyles and habits that are keeping us from doing what the Bible says if we do will bring healing into our life. So you have to be open to change if you want to be healed and you don't want to perish. You have to be open to some change. I want to show you a scripture in Acts chapter 28, verse 27. We all read this today if you guys are reading your chapter a day with the church. Uh, we just finished up the book of Acts. We're going to go into the book of Romans tomorrow. So in Acts 20, I want you to notice Acts 28, verse 27. And it's very interesting because Paul's quoting the Old Testament. And it goes right along with what 2 Peter 3, 9 says. Look at this. For the heart, Paul's quoting the Old Testament to these Pharisees and Jews that he's preaching to. He says, for the heart of this people is waxed gross and their ears are dull of hearing. And their eyes have they closed, lest they should see with their eyes and, and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. Jesus quoted this scripture when he was on the earth. He quoted it to the people. He quoted Isaiah, but he was saying it first person. He's saying, you know what? You're hearing, but you're not hearing. You're seeing, but you're not understanding. And you're not Letting the word convert you so that I can heal you. I mean, sometimes you need to change for healing to even be able to get to you. Right? Let's say healing is here and you're over here doing your thing over here. What's God got to get you to do? He wants you healed as much as ever. He's provided healing already. It's there. What has he got? What has he got? To do? He's got to get you to where healing is. He's got to get you to open the door. He's got to get you to get blocks and obstacles out of the way so the healing he's already provided can flow into your life. Yeah. And this here, this word convert. Some people don't want to convert. And it hinders them from being healed. At times, God's going to deal with you about changes in your life. Things that he has to deal with. He's not going to... He's going to heal you according to his word. He's not going to heal us according to the way we want to be healed. 
Well, Lord, it'd be really nice if while I'm sitting here watching Star Trek, you'd just heal me. The Lord might say, well, Star Trek, maybe later. Right now, word of God. Healing scriptures. Sermons on healing. Sermons on anything my Holy Spirit is dealing with you about listening to right now. Maybe sometimes he'll say, you need healing? You might need to listen to some sermons on love because your love level needs to come up. It's hindering your confidence and your confidence is very important when it comes to receiving healing. So it's really important to listen to the Holy Spirit as you're diving into the word and not just get into mechanical flushing, you know, flooding yourself with the word. Get in the word, get into whatever section you think you're supposed to get into. And then as you're in the word, listen to the Holy Spirit and he will help direct you to the perfect scriptures, the right sermons, the right songs, and your faith will come up and you'll be out of disease in no time. So let me say, number one, point number one, we know that it's God's will. We know that everybody can be healed because everybody can repent. And the Bible says, if you don't want to perish, you're probably going to have to repent of something, change something, convert to something. Right? It's not God's will that anybody perish, but that all come to repentance. So everybody can be healed, but not everybody wants to repent. What does that mean? Well, some people won't get healed even though they could have been. They didn't want to change. They didn't want to convert. They hung on to their lifestyles and their beliefs and whatever. Too tight to where God couldn't help them. Let me say it again. Everybody can be healed, but not everybody wants the repenting part. I want to be healed, God, but I don't want to change anything. I want to keep eating 25 Snickers bars every day. God, I want to be healed, but I don't want to stop watching my favorite TV program. God, I want to be healed, but I don't want to stop complaining and, and talking bad about people. God, I want to be healed, but I don't want to change anything. Well, that doesn't work that way. Plus, the things he wants you to change are only really good for you anyway. They won't just get, get you healing, they get you a higher level of life. So say this, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid to, repent. to repent, convert, convert. change, because I know it'll only be for my good. Go to Second Timothy. Excuse me. Go to First Timothy, chapter two. Number two, how we can be sure every everyone on this planet can be healed. Now, I'm going to say this again. If you're watching online, or if you're in the room right now, you need to understand. God wants you healed, and you can be healed. And there is a way for everybody on this planet that's sick right now, even if they've got 17 incurable diseases, pronounced death on them in two weeks, you can be healed. Because God has a way. Jesus is the way. And you just got to go to the Word of God, dive into the Scriptures, listen to the Holy Spirit as you're reading, let Him guide you through the Word of God, and just do what is. Hear sermons like you're hearing now, people that God's anointed to help you understand, guide you in the Scriptures. Just go to the Word of God, go to the Lord in prayer, and do what He says. What do you mean do what He says? You mean God's going to talk to me? He's talking to you right now. Through this sermon, through the scriptures. He'll talk to you on the inside. There's nobody too far gone, too chronic, too whatever for you not to be healed. Everybody can be healed. It's just not everybody's going to choose to do what God said to do if you want to be healed. But I encourage you, do it. No matter how ridiculous or silly it looks or awkward it feels, just do what God said because it's simple. And watch healing begin to rise up in your life. And all these things turning around into a testimony that maybe was going to kill you. All right. In 1 Timothy 2, 4, we looked at this last week. Go ahead and put it up on the screen. 
God wills, if you read the previous verses, talking about God is who, the who there, who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. All right. This scripture is telling us that it's God's will that all people be saved. The word saved in the original Greek language, it has the, it, it talks about safety, protection, soundness, and to make whole. And it also means to heal as well as born again, go to heaven when you die. It's a huge word. It's sozo. It's pronounced sozo in the Greek. And it includes going to heaven when you die. It includes safety. It includes protection. It includes healing. It includes wholeness. And it includes soundness. And it's God's will that all men are that. Well, if it's his will that you're healed, you can be healed. But healing has something to do with coming to the knowledge of the truth. And this is the truth right here. God's, Jesus said, Father, your word is truth. So if you want healing, you're going to have to know something. You're going to have to know what the truth says because you got to, you can't just, you know, even if you did receive healing and didn't know the truth, you'd probably lose your healing because you got to know the truth. The enemy will attack again someday. And um, so let me read it the way I got it here. Every, everybody can be healed. Do you see how coming to the knowledge of the truth has a lot to do with you being saved, healed, and delivered? Do you see it? Why, why would he say that and come to the knowledge of the truth? Coming to the knowledge of the truth has a lot to do with you being saved and God's will being done in your life in this area. Well, everybody can be healed, but not everybody wants to come to the knowledge of the truth. Well, how does that work? It don't work. You can't believe lies and healing just flow into your life. And if you do get healed and you're still believing lies, well, it's probably going to get snatched out of your life. So let me say it again. Everybody can be healed, but not everybody wants to get in the word, come to the knowledge of the truth and realize that by Jesus stripes you were healed. But you can. You can get in the word. You can come to the knowledge of the truth and you can see God's will fulfilled in your life in this area if you just come to the knowledge of the truth. All right, number three. Turn to Proverbs chapter four, verse 20 through 22. Guys, this will see you through dark times. What you're hearing right now will see you through dark times, fearful times, attacks of the enemy times. You, you need to just have this so burned in your consciousness. I can be healed. I can be healed. I can be healed. God wants me healed. I can be healed. His word tells me how to be healed. I'm going to find out what he said. All right, so look up here on the screen. Proverbs 4, verse 20 through 22. One of my favorite scriptures in the entire Bible in the area of healing. Now, if you're a child of God, you're a son of God, even if you're a woman, all right? We're all sons of God if you're Christian. God, through Solomon, said this. My son... Attend to my words. What are we doing tonight? We're attending to his words. The Bible. My son, attend to my words. Pay attention to my words. Very, very important. Don't just put it on the back burner. Don't just read it when you have time. Don't just go to church when you feel like it. Attend. Pay attention to my words. Make hearing my word a high number one priority in your life. And there's a reason why. Watch. My son, attend to my words, incline your ear unto my sayings. Now remember the first scripture about Lot hearing and seeing the wrong things, vexed his righteous soul. Now God's saying, all right, do something with your ears. You ready? 
incline your ear to my sayings. Do you see that in the previous verse? Incline your ear unto my sayings. Can you go back to the scripture, please? Go back. Incline your ear unto my sayings. What does that mean? It means listen to God's word. Listen to it. Next verse. Let my words not depart from your eyes. And when you're battling a sickness, sometimes you have to just keep that word there hour after hour. Except for bathroom breaks and food breaks or any other major thing you've got to do break. You, there's times you just got to look at the word, hear the word until things get better. Now notice, don't let my words depart from your eyes. Keep my words in the middle of your heart. In other words, don't just let them go in one ear and out the other. For my words are life unto those that find them. And my words are health to all their spirit. Did I not, did I not say that right? Oh, it's not spirit. Health to all their flesh. How in the world does attending to God's word, inclining my ear unto his sayings, Letting them not depart from my eyes, keeping them in the midst of my heart. How in the world does that take cancer out of a body? How in the world does that take pain or dissolve a tumor? How in the world does that take sickness out of a bloodstream? How in the world does that fix things in the body? How about like a little child, you quit trying to figure it all out and just do it and enjoy the health? Hmm? If you get too logical, you miss the blessings of God. If you try too hard to figure things out with your brain, you miss the blessings of God. How about you just hear it, do it, believe it's working, and watch the love and power of God show up in your body. This is one of the coolest ways to be healed. Oh my goodness. So, all your flesh, what does that mean? Health to all your flesh, what does that mean? It means there's no part of your body that's sick that can't be healed if you do this. Little toe, liver cancer. Brain tumor, hangnail. <laughs> now the hangnail might just be, take better care of your fingernails, okay? <laughs> this is one of the greatest things that God's provided to help you get healed. Something you can start immediately. So listen to this, number three. Everybody can be healed but not everybody wants to do what we just read. So how does that work? Well, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't work. I want to be healed. I want to be healed so bad. I want to be healed so bad. Well, are you willing to attend to God's word? Incline your ear unto his sayings? Let his words not depart from your eyes? Keep his words in the midst of your heart? For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Everybody can be healed, but not everybody wants to do this. How does that work? It doesn't work. <laughs> right? I want to be healed, I want to be healed, but I just want to keep watching my soap operas. Well, that's not how it works. I want to be healed, I want to be healed, I want... Listen, it, it, let's say it's not a deadly disease. Let's say it's just a disease that will run its course in two weeks. Well, how many like just cut two weeks down to two days? Yeah. Anybody want... Like, I hate sickness. I hate disease. It's a thief. It's a robber. It messes with God's creation, his masterpiece. Mm -hmm. I hate it. The Bible says God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. One of the, one of the things that motivates me to really want to be healed is just the simple fact that sickness is of the devil. It's of him. 
It, it's, it came on the scene when he came on the scene, and it's totally eliminated from human contact when he's cast into the lake of fire, bottomless pit. So it came in with him, it goes out with him, must be of him. Hmm? And, and so, let me say it again. Everybody can be healed because everybody can get in the word. Now, if you put verse 22 back up on the screen for a moment, it says that, for my words are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. In my Bibles, I have a number by the word health and it refers me to the original Hebrew word and meaning for that word health. I mean, I like the word health, but here's what it means in the original Hebrew. My words are medicine to all your flesh. If you do the previous verses and take according to directions. Attend to my word. Incline your ear. Not depart from your eyes. Keep in your heart. Medicine to all your flesh. God has some medicine for us. But he can't take it for us. He told us to do some things if we want that medicine in our flesh. Now he said it's life unto those that find it. So it's good for your spirit and soul. But it'll also heal anything in your body that's not right. Friend, this is so powerful. I like preventative medicine, personally. So we know what I do? I read healing scriptures when I'm well. You know what I mean? I wake up in the morning, prop up my head in bed, and just start reading. A lot of them I have memorized, so sometimes you, you don't want to burn your eyes out from looking at you know, the iPhone or the Bible for three hours straight. God wants you to relax and, and have a good time doing this, not stress yourself out. But as you get these scriptures in you, they're going to be committed to memory and they're going to be in your heart and they're just going to float up. I like just sitting in my bed when I wake up and say, Lord, I thank you that you are Jehovah Rapha, my healer, and your grace is sufficient for me. Jesus, I thank you that no weapon or disease formed against me shall prosper. Lord, I thank you that you took my infirmities. You bear my sicknesses. You carried my pains. By your stripes, I was healed. Jesus, I thank you that Christ has redeemed me, set me free from the curse of every sickness and every disease known and not known to man. For it is written, Deuteronomy 28, Galatians 3.13. Father, I thank you. I submit myself to God and I resist the devil and he flees from me. I absolutely give no room, no place, no opportunity for the devil in my life. I boldly declare I am taking in God's word and God's word is life unto me and it's medicine to all my flesh. My body is strong and healthy. Lord, you are the strength of my life. I go in the strength of the Lord my God and I just quote scriptures. You know what I'm doing? And I don't even, I don't even feel sick. You know what I'm doing? I'm taking preventative medicine and you should too. I said you should too. Now if something attacks you, double up. Triple up. I mean, we, we said last week that the availability of Word of God today on YouTube, on, I mean, you can go right now on Google and find healing scriptures where Brother Hagin's uh, reading like an hour's worth of healing scriptures and just sit there and listen to them as you fall asleep. Push play again when you wake up in the middle of the night. Wake up. Uh, Larry Hutton has healing scriptures with beautiful piano music in the background out of all kinds of translations. There's sermons on our website, healing school sermons. There's healing uh, teachings on Keith Moore's website, Kenneth Copeland. There's, there's so much word today. It should be absolutely super duper hard to not get healed today. 
you can have the Word of God flowing into you 24-7. Hook up the IV of God and have His medicine going in you 24-7. Now, don't just do that and your mind drift and go to other places. Concentrate on the Scriptures. Listen to what they're saying. You, you, know, you know, sometimes you're tired and you're falling asleep. That's one thing. But when you're awake and alert, hone in. Think about what you're hearing. I and mean, when you hear the Scripture that says, um, I will... I will heal them of their wounds, saith the Lord. Think about that. He's talking to you. He said, I'm going to heal you and I'm going to reveal unto you the abundance of peace and truth. Think about that. Get the medicine in you. Get it absorbed into your life. And friend, you'll step out of the zone of always trying to believe to just taking God's medicine and things showing up that God said would show up. Health, strength, healing. A couple more before we're done. So everybody can be healed, but not everybody wants to take God's medicine. Well, they should. Um, 1 Peter 2, 24. Look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Here's a revelation that a lot of people in the church world, I guess, just haven't gotten yet. And I don't know why, because right here in this, just one verse right here shows you. Everybody can be healed. God wants you healed. Look at this. The Bible says, Jesus, his own self, bore our sins in his own body. On the tree that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. Now, listen very closely. The way we know this is physical healing is because it's the exact same scripture that was quoted about Jesus when he healed physically sick people. And it's actually from Isaiah but Jesus fulfilled it in Matthew chapter 8, and Peter's looking back and saying, by his stripes you were healed. The Bible, let me just quote it to you, Matthew chapter 8, verse 16 and 17. The Bible says, when the evening was come, they brought unto Jesus many that were possessed with devils. He cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick physically, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses, and by his wounds we were healed. Peter's looking back saying, by his stripes we were healed. So the commentary you want to go to is the Bible, right? Peter's talking about physical healing because this verse has been referred to as physical healing in other books of the Bible. So when he said, by his stripes you were healed, what does that mean? Now, question, church world. People that maybe don't think it's God's will that all be healed and that no, no, everybody can't be healed. And sometimes God doesn't want you healed. Wrong. Sometimes people don't receive healing when they pray, but that's not God saying no to their prayer, and that's not God not coming through for them. Got to learn to receive. You may have great faith in one area. doesn't mean you have great faith in all areas. And um, everybody can be healed. So, so by his stripes, ye were healed. Who's that for? Who, who is Jesus' sacrifice for? Can we say everybody? God so loved the world. Good people, bad people, evil people, righteous people. Jesus bore all of our sicknesses and carried all of our diseases. And by his stripes, who's healed? Peter said you. Who's you? Every single person on this planet. Or whoever will be on this planet. By his stripes, 
you were healed. So in God's mind, healing's already provided. Jesus does not have to be whipped again. Healing belongs to everybody on this planet, but not everybody knows about it and not everybody believes it and not everybody is receiving it. But they can. I say, I say receive it. And when I say receive it, say yes to it. Open your mouth and say, Jesus, by your stripes I was healed. By your, see, you got saved through confessing Jesus as Lord and believing in your heart God raised him from the dead. Or you're going to get healed by confessing something, not just thinking something. If you want to be healed, you're going to have to open your mouth and say, I believe 1 Peter 2.24 is for everybody on this planet, and that includes me. By his stripes, I were healed. By his stripes, I were healed. By his stripes, ye were healed. So listen closely. Everybody can be healed because Jesus already provided healing for everybody. How about you start saying it? How about you start believing it? How about you start praising God for it? But pastor, I feel terrible. All the more reason you need to start now. If you can't lift your hands, say it out loud. If you can't barely say it out loud, whisper it. And I realize some people are in such a situation they can't even open their mouth and say it. Think it. God knows, he, he understands our thoughts so far off. His understanding is infinite, the Bible says. Just do what you got to do. If you can't walk, crawl. If you can't crawl, scoot. If you can't scoot, fall the right way. I'm telling you, God times you doing whatever you can equals victory. Just like a million times zero equals nothing. Well, God times zero equals nothing, but God times you doing just a little bit you can do, you're on your way out. You're on your way up. There's no disease, bondage, terminal thing or whatever that can hold you down. You can come up and you will come up. I think that's all we have time for right now. We'll go to the rest later. But let me just say it again. Everybody can be healed because Jesus already provided healing for everybody. By his stripes, you were healed. Tap into it. Thank God for it. Oh, this is such good news. Everybody can be healed no matter how long. There was a man in the Bible had a sickness and an infirmity for 38 years. Church, listen. After 38 years, you're pretty conformed to the fact that this is the way it's going to be until I leave the earth. Jesus came on the scene and said, no, no, take up your bed and walk. And he, he was healed. Jesus is in the word today. He's here by his spirit. He works with his word. And my heart goes out to people right now. Let me say this before, before we sign off. A lot of times when you're attacked in body, at the same time, you're attacked in your mind. You know, thoughts of, well, I probably deserve this. Hey, by, uh, by his blood, you're forgiven. Get rid of those thoughts. Well, I probably deserve this. The devil's trying to take the sword out of your hand. He's trying to get you not to fight the good fight of faith. He's trying to get you to give up. No, sometimes you have to fight the disease and the thoughts at the same time. I know what I'm talking about. I've had to do this recently. Sometimes, you, and, and then the devil come to you with a cloud or depression and like, well, you'll never be happy again. And you got this disease. You got to say, shut up. I have peace and joy. And you got to say, disease, you're out of here. Shut up thoughts. Disease, you're out of here. Shut up thought. De you have, sometimes the devil will come to you and say, well, you know, you're getting up there in years, you know. If, you know, you're going to die pretty soon anyway. You might as well just you know, die with this disease. Tell the devil to shut his face. Say in the name of Jesus, I may die, but I'm not dying when you tell me to die. I'm dying when I'm done. 
I'm not going to let some disease tell me when I'm leaving the earth realm. I can die like Jacob died. Bless all my kids, bless all my grandkids, bring my legs up in the bed, breathe my last, and I'll be gathered unto my fathers, my, my people. There is a way to die without disease, my friend. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, we come to the knowledge of the truth. Combat these lies. Devil come to you when you're battling with a sickness saying, well, you know, there's more important things than being healed. <laughs> Healing is important to Jesus. It's important. He, look at his back. It's ripped to shreds when he was got done with Pontius Pilate. So your body could be healed. It's very important to the Lord that you're healed. It's not a side issue with Jesus that you're healed. It's very, so, so rebuke those lies that are trying to tell you, you know, not to fight. Oh, this, that, oh you've, you've sinned and all that. Shut up. I have a bright, happy, abundantly glorious future. And this sickness is not going to keep me in bondage. I'm not going to stay in the zone of what I've had it for so long. I'm just conformed to it. I'm getting unconformed now. Break. Stop. Shut up. I claim peace and joy. I see myself in the light, happy and strong. I see myself, you know, I just thought of, it says the son of righteousness shall rise with healing in his wings and we shall go all forth like calves of the stall, bouncing and going, Hoo -hoo! so happy you can't, you can't have but bounce. Some people have been under a cloud for so long. You need to break that and say, I want to live. I'm going to live and it's going to be bright. No more cloudy days in lifestyle. It's going to be bright, shining sunshine in my life. Don't get conformed to this world. Well, you know, sickness is just all you know, part of our lives and it's normal. Shut up. It's not normal for us. We're coming up and we're coming out. Stand up, church. Father, I pray for everybody in the room tonight, those watching online. Lord, you know what they're going through and your answer has come forth tonight to a degree and it'll come forth even more as they get in your word. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Right now, I take authority over the thoughts and attacks of the devil that have come against the minds of people that are not feeling well. You thoughts of depression, you thoughts of sadness and grayness, shut up. We break your power. Leave the body of Christ alone in the name of Jesus. Joy and peace come to these people. Rise up strong in Jesus' name. Father, give them light. Give them light. Show them how their future can be as they walk on with you and as they do the things that you want them to do, the simple things that bring healing and health. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. I just sense in my spirit by the word of knowledge that there's somebody either in this room or watching online. There's a growth that has begun in a certain part of your body. I, I'm not getting that right now, what part? But there's a growth that has begun and it's been getting a little bigger and bigger and you're a little worried about it and the devil's lying to you, trying to tell you it's gonna be worse than it is. No, 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 listen to the Holy Ghost. Listen to the Holy Ghost. If he leads you to go get that thing cut out, believe that it'll get cut out right and they'll get it all. God will work through the doctors, God will work through surgeries, God will work through medicine, God will work through therapy. But you got to invite him into it. 
Ask him to work through the therapy. Ask him to work through the medicine. Ask him to work through the doctor, and he will. And it'll be way better than it was just the doctor himself, or the medicine itself, or the therapy itself. I heard the Spirit of God say this. There are some of my people I'm leading to receive chemotherapy because that's where they're at. And if they will invite me into that therapy, I will help that chemotherapy to work amazingly better as if the chemotherapy was all by itself. Ask me, I will help that chemotherapy to kill the cancer and I will minimize, if not completely eliminate, according to your faith, all side effects. But ask me, the Lord said, ask me. I'll work through medicine. Ask me to work through medicine and I'll touch it and bless it just like I bless your bread and water. If you're, if you're at the level where you want to go to the doctor, ask me to go to the doctor with you and I will. And I'll give him wisdom and I'll give him understanding and I'll work through his hands as he performs surgeries. Ask me to come into the chemotherapy and I will, saith the Lord, and I'll make it better than ever. Ask me to bless the medication and I'll bless it and I'll make it better than ever. Ask me to come into the surgery with you and I'll be right in there with the doctor and I'll make sure he does a good job whether he knows he's doing a good job or not. Invite me, says the Lord, because see, many of my people are at this level of faith. They wished maybe they were higher, but this is where they're really at. I will meet you where you're at, says the Lord. Invite me into the level that you're at and I will help you supernaturally, whichever route you take. Oh, glory to God. There is divine healing. There is immediate victories. There is immediate miracles. But if you're not there yet, at least get your healing where you're at. At least go the route that you're fully convinced will really work. All right. That just last part right there is probably worth your whole, whole hour tonight. So love you guys. See you Sunday if you can be here. And we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more information about this ministry, visit faithheights.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. To sow into this ministry, visit faithheights.org and click on the Donate tab. 